Hello, Jim here. And before we get into this week's episode of the Manga Monday show, I want to remind everybody that if they like what they hear and want to get up to 10 episodes of this Manga Monday show early, early access to that, go over to our Patreon and help us out by joining up at patreon.com slash weird science manga. Also get early access to all of our reading clubs and some exclusive stuff to boot but just go check that out the link is in the show notes and let's get on with the show everybody and welcome back to the manga monday or tuesday podcast <laughs> here on the weird science network or family if you will oh. i'm here with my man luke hollywood what up luke family stays together make swords together or podcast together. you know podcasts that unfortunately are named after a day of the week oopsie, which kind of puts you on that like you know calendar wise but it is tuesday Walk as calendar. we record this but Who's going to care later on anyway, right? Because we're here with a hot off the presses deal. Luke Hollywood is always suggesting those hot off the presses. Usually they stay. But this one's okay. And this one has a lot of hype. Like the the swordsmith furnace. So it is. Oh, boy. Right now, this almost has a thousand comments on Mama Plus. Yeah, that's how big it is. It, it, it's really big. And I, I think that everybody talking about this one down at the five and dime. Yeah, they're talking they about have... five and dime rec center down oh, at the local sock hop. They're doing it all, Luke. And here's the thing. When we get done with this, I'll I'll admit I think that the art's really good. I think that the, the setup is going. cool. Is this one of those things? And this happens a lot, it happens with, you know, comics from DC, you know, Marvel, all that. Where things aren't really that great lately, there's been a lot of stinkers. As I don't you know, think the new put way. out a picture with a cool-looking dude swinging a sword around the place, and that suddenly feels classic, is, right? Has got that classic shorted feel, and suddenly this is the best. Thing I think that's the big thing. Bread. I think that this, yeah, and slice it with a katana. A magic katana. Wow! It, what you get here. Is pretty much, you know, shown in 101 at points. I, I do like it. I think I like it more than you, but I can tell as you were reading it, as we were going through it, the idea is, yeah, this feels more straight on shonen. You know what I mean? It really mm-hmm. does feel like this Back is what basics. has been missing where no everybody nonsense. else has been trying little things. And yeah, we get the, the jump plus stuff. That That's fine because that's where you're supposed to kind of, you know, experiment. But some of, of these. Wacky. Cypher Academy, a couple of the others that aren't oh, lasting, geez. things like Don't that. Retry, oh yeah, my yeah, goodness. yeah, and you get 
this and then suddenly you're like yep i can see why people are jumping onto this we'll see mm-hmm. as it goes forward and i'll admit that this is something that i would like to keep following we'll oh. see if i do i'm a bit lazy but speaking of lazy tell us what it is Luke. yeah well this week we do have the hot off the presses get your swords out for kagurabachi i don't know what that means chapter one mission written and drawn by Takaru. Hokanazono. Jim, how are you like them apples? I think that's Hakazono. I don't know where you got that next And anything from before? Like Takiro? A few short stories, Chain and Roko no Meyaku. How do you like them apples? I I love them. They're big, you know, they're big break on the Shonen Jump hot off the press scene and already First chapter in, and they got a thousand covers already. They got everybody talking about them. That's crazy. Things, things are looking yeah, up that's for big. these people. We haven't I seen don't know, that in a while. We'll be getting the sword swinging stage plays down the line. Perhaps. Maybe. I you got to watch out. They start slicing people. Oh, my goodness. It'd be hilarious. Uh, I will tell you at the beginning, the first color page, it, it doesn't like. We're used to these color pages of seeing something that happens later. This is basically just giving us the. Here's what you do with the steel sand to make it into a katana. And oh. it, it looks cool, but yeah, it, it's kind of odd. I thought, okay, what are we doing here? You're not really even getting a time frame of what is going on or what's happening. You're just seeing somebody making Japanese making swords. swords, making a katana. Then you turn, though, and then you get the idea that a katana, it's transformed into a beautiful, strong katana where you end up seeing what is kind of future bloody main mess. character slicing and dicing through everybody and it's a bloody mess and that actually the one guy's just sliced in half <laughs> like he's half the man he used to be Uh-oh. but you end up where it, it, it grabs you there at least you're like oh my god i do want to mention too just as a, a little play here he is slicing what looks like three people right Whoa. if you really pay attention to this none of them were even able to get their sword out of the sheath one guy mm-hmm. almost did the others did not so he that's how fast he is he has come into this and so you're like Holy crap. In the west yeah so you wonder what's going on and i think that the play here is really well done in a weird pacing because oh my god what is this this is going to be bloody and hell oh my god and then we go with the flashback land and it feels like a, a funny little deal it doesn't feel like what you just saw because you end up having a father and son we get right away that the father is the one who's making these katanas the son is his kind of you know apprentice going on the son is chihiro and you end up having his dad being kunashigi and they're talking and like you end up like hey look at that the sun's bright there my boy seems like we would want to play outside oh my god and you end up where the sun right away is like what, what is up with this guy? What's up with my dad? Except when he's making them swords. His dad is a goofball. His dad's a goofball through and through, but he is the best swordsman in the land. He ended up, they say in a little bit, that he ended up stopping a war because of his swords. But you end up finding out, at least by the end of this first half, that while he is goofy, he's serious about his work, but he also, there's like a dark side to it all. Uh, mm-hmm. But while we're doing this, I actually like the interactions between them. You see that you get the father and son. Yeah, you get the father and son of Chihiro. You see, and you don't know what happened to his mother. 
or the wife of his, oh. you know. He's married to the Blade. Well, he is married to the Blade, but he seems to not be able to do anything. Chihiro ends up saying, like, you got to clean up, Dad. What are you doing, Dad? Like, it's always the dad's the goofball. But he can make really good swords, and, and you have Chihiro. He's learning, too. Now, me and you, just as an aside, we just ended up recording Superman versus Meshi, a Delicious. manga, if you're not aware of one of me and Luke's favorite things that are coming out right now. And in that, you have Aquaman talking to fish. He's actually oh talking to sushi. Goodness. And then in this, you end up having the dad who the starts talking whisperer. to goldfish. And I'm like, what is he going on? And he actually thinks that he is talking to the fish. His son's like, hey, what's going on? Normal people don't talk to fish. They don't really talk back, do they? And he's like, oh, yeah. They tell me that they are studying. They're dedicating themselves to learning. And you end up having Chihiro, the son, think of this conversation, which is kind of funny. These fish are like, they won't shut up in this little, you know, of the mind. And you end up where he's, ah, oh, give me a break. So then they go back to, and this is what you get from them. They are either making katanas or just being goofy with each other. But it seems like a nice enough life. It seems like nobody's really upset. It seems Air like Chihiro. sword making life. Chihiro wants his dad to maybe be a little more attentive to himself and everything in regular things, but he's still doing all that. But then he he thinks of these fish, and these fish become a big thing. And he thinks, oh, yeah, I guess my dad was the one who brought these little guys here. I'm like, I I don't know how long ago maybe your mom, dad, but who else would it have been, dude? You live alone with your dad. I mean, seriously, fish don't, fish. fish don't last that long. Something's fishy around here. He ends up where his dad had gone into town or ended up going and getting some things, and he brought him back fish. And now it becomes like almost like a Jack and the Beanstalk type deal. Right. Where, oh, man, you know, I was there getting the swords polished, which I thought was just code for something sexy. Hello. Look what I scored. And he has these fish. He kept saying fresh. I got fresh goldfish. You know, they're here, and he's going down the line. He's like, the guy told me they're good luck. And you have heroes like, really, Dad? Like, you really believed him with this? And then the dad's like, yeah. Like, the red one attracts good fortune. The black one words up evil. And the three-colored one, well, that's supposed to be something totally amazing. So he bought these fish, but he actually did get them for Chihiro. He says, well, I got them for you. You can have these fresh goldfish as pets. They're fresh goldfish. And he's like, stop calling them fresh, Dad. Don't eat them. Yeah, it sounds like you want to eat them. Please stop. So at this point, you really do like the dad more than the main character, right? Chihiro yeah. seems like a bit of a stick in the mud with all this, but you can tell that you need Chihiro there to reel his dad in. His dad's all over the place. But at this point, you're not really getting a story yet. I mean, and we're, you know, a good... A decent chunk of pages in, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in the, the double digits, at least Uh-oh. at this point. And we haven't gotten any story whatsoever, but yet I, for some reason, I was still enjoying it. I think I like this more than you. I actually didn't mind. It wasn't a slog to get through this stuff. And by this point, though, I did look and say, listen, everybody, we're not getting a story yet. I didn't really think that while I was reading it. I just was wondering, what's going on that we started with guys slicing and dicing? I get the sword connection, but what's going on here? What is this book? We, We don't really know. What this book is, the tone of it, where you would kind of put it, you know, put it in what department? Is this a, you know, comedy? Is it a gag? Is it this or that? Honest, but, like, this is almost slice of life level, and we were expecting some different slicing. 
from that opening. Oh, I wanted goodness. them to slice the life away from people. That's what oh, I was funny. waiting for. We'll get there. But yeah, they're working in the deal. And you actually see that really taking care of showing you this process more they than I thought they would. Swords. Yeah, you end up making it. He's chiseling things. He's folding it over. They're pounding it in and try to do that. Well, then some guy shows up. You see him come from outside and says, ooh, they're at it. But I got it again. Hopefully meaning they're making swords, right? And so at that point, you end up having the dad say to Chihiro, you want to stop and have some lunch? He's like, yeah, that'll be cool. I had a a quaint little Japanese sushi restaurant. Yeah, really. It's been recommended. I hear it's super. You end up where at this point, you have the dad say, man, I haven't even looked at you lately, but you are ripped. You're stacked, dude. And Chihiro's like, really? You're like, oh, yeah. And then the dad, this is the worst thing that twice in this first chapter and a couple more pages here is the like, man, you're really getting muscular, but not as muscular as me. Because oh. the dad ends up like, yeah, I think you're even bigger than me. And the guy is humongous. <laughs> Look at those arms. I think setting up what happens later. But you end up having Mr. Sheba show up this is a oh. friend of the dad he ends up hey i brought you some souvenirs does he ever really show exactly what he gets i think they kind of like push it by more goldfish mr sheba really likes to feed those so, like everybody's drawn to these fish and then they end up saying this is kind of little hints here hey mr sheba you live in town how is town doing and he's like Ooh, let me tell you it's definitely not peaceful Oops. And I love where it's like, oh, gotcha. Like, really? Do you really know what he's saying? Because stuff's going bad. But he ends up where you're introduced. This is an old friend. The dad kind of walks away. And then you do get to hero talking with Mr. Sheba, who is very odd. This guy is is kind of odd, where he's, he's feeding the fish. This guy and right? the dad are the goofiest pair. I don't know what's going on. Those two together, you definitely need somebody to watch out for them. Because he ends up, he's feeding the fish. He says, hey, Chiro, you grew you know, um, again, it's giving you a time frame. He probably hasn't seen him in a while. This guy mm-hmm. doesn't pop in every day. He comes in, you know, maybe twice That's a year, fun. whatever it would be. So he comes in and he's like, man, you're getting big. And again, there's heroes like, oh, man, uh, do you think so? And then thinks that maybe they mean the fish. It's very odd. But then this guy, Sheba goes, not as big as me. I'm like, why do people keep telling him this? Why do you bring that up and, you know, have that butt? You end up talking about the, you know, making the sword. While this is going on, the dad is just like, you know, cleaning up behind him. He's doing something, maybe cooking lunch. So you end up where Mr. Steve is like, your dad's a great teacher. He's one of the best. He's the best. And the dad, ah, come on, don't say that, Sheba. And he's like, no, no, really, your dad is so good that years ago in the Sete War, he's he was well known. He was better known. I think that this is a little kind of shade. I think that Sheba's pissed at this. He's like, he was better known doing the sword stuff back here than me, who was fighting the damn war. I I was ready for him to start yelling stolen glory. I really thought that he was that upset about it. But he's like, your dad personally ended the war. The epic swords he made ended the war. Now, this will be an important thing going when the dad starts to explain the ins and outs of making swords. And you could kind of get the idea even here. How does swords end the war because one side ended up killing the other side? So there's a lot of death. But yes, and he says, Your dad saved a lot of lives. Your dad ended up with his swords. They saved a lot of lives. And you end up where, again, Chihiro's like, "Ah, I've heard that a hundred times. I've heard all the stories. 
And he's like, yeah, well, you know, if you're a hard worker, you'll be just like your old man and make swords. Yep, I've heard that too. Like he keeps telling right. him all these. This is the weirdest part of this whole entire chapter. Sheba goes, hey, I'll tell you something I know you haven't heard before. Okay, I talk too much. Never and then runs, And then leaves. It just leaves. <laughs> I'm like, no, everybody says that too. Jerk, get out of here. Also, you have the dad. I love that the dad has the I love Katana shirt on. <laughs> so crazy. But they're walking, and even then they're like confused. What the hell Sheba just did? <laughs> like, why did he just come here? He had souvenirs, whatnot that he said, but really? Like, what is going on? Why? And so with that, though, and that talk and all that, you end up having the dad say, if you really want to be a swordsmith, if you really want to do this, then it's about time you decide. And yeah, I'm going to teach you some other things. And he says, yeah, I do. I, I do want to become a swordsmith. I want to follow in your footsteps. And he's like, okay, well, I'll tell you some tales here. And you, mm-hmm. you're expecting way more, like the secret technique or something. Basically, he just goes, gets a katana that they have ceremoniously in this room. Also says there's more in the basement. He slices some bamboo while saying, get this, katanas, they kill people. And when you you make that, I thought he was going to end up going with the route of if you make something crap, the person that you sell it to will probably die because Uh of your fault. He doesn't actually say that. He says you make katanas, they kill people. They are made to kill. Yeah, you can end up, you know, stopping wars and all that. But people have to die to do that. You are complicit with all the deaths that they cause. You have to know this making these swords. And if they fall into evil hands. They will kill good people. You Whoa. always say it, it's a weird play of just like, well, yeah, like it. that's not anything mind bending. It's life. just that you have to end up realizing that, that, yeah, we're going at it as an art. We're doing the skill. But these are just things that kill people. And you got to be fine with that. Are you going to be able to sleep at night? He's like, yep, I think so. So, yeah, so with that, he, he ends up saying Katana and another big point, Katana should only be wielded. By those dedicated to vanquishing evil and protecting the weak, that goes for us too. We need to have principles and accountability. That really sets up a lot of the stuff in the slicing and dicing by the end. So you end up where he says, and all this, I I just love the idea where you go through that. The dad says, are you ready to carry the burden? Shihiro's like, yeah, I think so. (laughs) He does say at one point, I don't know, but. I'm committed to taking it on. All right. That's Good it. That, that's it. Let's go back and start making some more swords. And she's like, okay, that's it. And that even Chihiro's like, that's it? Like, <laughs> I thought I was going to learn some secret stuff. Like, I think that he thought that they were going to go down into the basement. You'd have You're like ready a, to see the real sword factory. The, the lights are off. There's candles. You have to do like you, you jump off of a table to prove Whoa. that you are able to maybe either Dude, be trusted yes. or jump into the table that just proves you are from Buffalo. But you end Whoa. up where all that he's like, that's my dad. Oh, man. And then at the last second, as his dad's going, you get this little gag-like ending that feels like, in my mind... This is a spy family, and this is... This could have been the end of the chapter. You could have... <laughs> you really could have had a smaller... Slice of life and no slice of death. Oh, my goodness. If you did end here, because this is... It's a slice of the story. If you ended here, though, nobody would have, there wouldn't have been a thousand comments. It's not going to be talked about. What people, I think, are, that 946 comments is what we're at right now as we're recording. 
I think anything but three are all for what comes now. <laughs> like, th- nobody's like, man, I really wanted to see what happened with those goldfish. I sure love them goldfish. Yeah, really, you're, you're, all you're setting up is a son who loves his dad. His dad's a little goofy, but he puts up with it. Maybe that leads to something. But that idea of, you know, carrying on the tradition of making the katanas, but also that only the right people are supposed to wield them and they should only be wielded for good. That really is the setup of what is about 24 pages, about half the chapter, because then we go and cut. And now we go to town 38 months later. Really odd jump, right? I was like busting out the you know the calendar. The one thing that all I could think of, and again, there's cultural stuff as well. But the idea that he does say at one point he's 15, now he's 18 and some months old. Maybe it's that extra months made him into 19, whatnot. But he's he's more of an adult now. He's of sword swinging age. You end up and it gets bloody, and you end up meeting. You said sus mustache. Those crazy guy. handlebar mustache into the sideburns guy. And this is the guy who is the head, it seems, of the Koragumi Yakuza. And they're Gangsta killing all Wolverine. these people. Yeah, they they run t- the town. And it ain't so peaceful. No, pe- and people are starting to, you know, put out flyers. They're trying to get, you know, people against them. They're starting a movement. And they are rounding up these people and, and killing them and then stringing them to, you know, the front gate, all Probably. these things that you would see well, in something at least like the trains run on time. It is funny too because at points you kind of get this old feel, but then you have a train and you have people dress modern. It's a weird you, play you of things. You see cars driving around the place. Yeah, yeah, it's, really it's like a weird play. Like you see the buildings; they a lot of the buildings really look like classic deal, but again, it's a Japanese town that they're in, and they're they're slicing and dicing everyone, and they leave like one guy of this little resistance that they've caught alive to try to get it out of him. Where are well, the rest of you? Where is your headquarters? All this. At one point at the beginning, I thought this might be Mr. Sheba. It's not. And even when this guy's beating him up, he keeps saying, you young and you piece of crap, young thug. Like oh. he's beating him. And this guy won't stop. And the big play of they have sorcerers backing him. This is where it starts getting interesting. And then we get our other, like, pretty much smooth operator. It really looks like it looks like Michael Jackson shows up in this as this whole sorcerer. This guy's yelling, I'm not afraid of those sorcerers. You let them let me at them. And this guy's there and you see as a sorcerer and you see that magic is already going on as he is yelling and falling down. And this guy we find out is a sorcerer who calls the main guy, Mr. Yakuza boss. Like he doesn't even want to learn his name. He comes down. And he says bravery is kind of ignorance at points if they haven't seen it. Have you ever seen sorcery, boy? Got roots. Yeah. I mean, is that like a bonsai tree? Didn't you think it was growing through him? Yeah, I thought, I don't know, like there's some needles and stuff, and it looks like it's digging into him a wee bit. Yeah, I thought he was dead. I I thought, like, this is it, but he doesn't even die. They still have him later. But yeah, he's like, you question all this, and this is your first time seeing sorcery. I wouldn't be such a loud mouth because you don't oh. even know what you're saying that you're brave against. And then he ends up saying, and it's weird. He's like, hey, and the the play of this, I got so confused because I thought he was setting the tree on fire. I, yeah, I thought him too. You know, that would be pretty badass. He gets somebody entangled in a tree and then set the tree on fire and there's trouble. No, no, he's disappearing like he's going to mind freak us. 
And I didn't get it at he first. He just goes, oh, don't worry. The trees will go away in a little while. Adios. And then he bails. So that's the crazy thing is what he's saying is you're not going to die. The tree will disappear and then you're free. But he's still captured and they want to kill him. It's and very goes, odd. Peace. But yeah, he's like, peace out. I'm the, I, lives away. I thought that it wasn't as great an exit as maybe he thought. It, it, it was a little odd. Uh, he to had me. that in his head. This is going to look super cool, but it just left us all pretty confused. Yeah. I mean, he should have said, listen, you have that tree, but I'm the one who's going to leave. <laughs> right? <I> mean, <laughs> it's time to branch out of here. Yeah, like that, right? I'd like it if when he goes and, like, listen, don't worry, the tree will vanish in time. But then he didn't know that after he disappeared, the fire ends up setting the tree on Oops. fire. He's done. But we see a train coming in. And this is where we, oh, yeah, this is the future. And it looks like Chihiro has grown up. He's also got oh. himself a scar. And he's on a train. And this is the weird thing. What is the deal here where you end up Mr. Shiba shows up? Hey, mind if I take this seat? And you have Chihiro's like, we were supposed to meet at the station. Like, <laughs> didn't he know that Shiba was on this train? Like, how did he get on the train? Together? Like, which station? Oh, my what goodness. did he do? Because uh, they're heading to town. Where Sheba is from, we said the did he travel all the way back to that house again to then sneakily get on the train to then surprise him? It's very odd. But he's also eating smelt. He has dried oh, fish. It ain't no goldfish. And, and and so it's weird play of why like Hero is really like thrown off by it. Man, I've never seen somebody come and eat <laughs> smelt in front of me. <laughs> and he's hey, you want somebody? He's like, Man, I'm not double dipping your smelt. And then they get to the city and you see, wait, why did he have to get on that train? You could have easily just had him there where they were supposed to meet when he gets off the train. You don't really get much of it. They needed to have the smell talk, of course. The only thing that you get is that you have, and again, Sheba has not seen, it's obvious he hasn't seen Chihiro in a while, so they did not get on the train together. Because he says, man. You got that scar, you're looking good, but that scar, you could have gotten rid of that. Why haven't you done that? And he's like, no, 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 I don't get it because I remember the day I got it. And every time I wake up, I remember that day again, and I start my day with fresh hatred. Right. And, and she was like, all right, I hope that's good for you. Like He actually is like a little goofy for what this is being said, but you start to wonder. What happened? Why isn't the dad with him? Why aren't they? And you, you realize pretty quickly that, that the dad is dead. That oh, somebody, no. and with that, they are coming into town. You kind of think that it might what be the. a few year. days to slice and dice. So the big play is we're going to go talk to the Yakuza gang and we're going to bargain with them that we're going to make a deal. If they're smart enough, they'll take the deal. If they're dummies, they don't, but we'll deal with that when they go. And as they kind of turn the corner, you see these bodies hanging from the gate. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you end up where Shiba, who knows already, but says, hey, what are you going to do if the Kuragumi Yakuza gang are a bunch of colossal scumbags? And you end up where, again, you see in the play here in the layers is that Shiro's looking and these people have been slicing dice where they slice and dice with katanas you see his katana like all this stuff about what his dad said if bad people get a hold of weapons they're going to kill people you have to realize that you're you're bringing you know this thing that you hope would be used for good but it may not be and so yeah the big talk of that and everybody in town they're like hey look at those guys hanging there they're hanging out aren't they and then we we shouldn't 
go against this, you know, Yakuza, they're okay. And hey, they were fighting for us. Yeah, they're stupid. You have this back and forth with the people. But you do see that I think that Shihiro was a bit taken aback that, okay, this is like maybe he thought at one point, maybe I can talk. Because what he's going to do is just go to the Yakuza and say, hey, listen, I hear you're working with these sorcerers. I need to find them because I'm going to kill each and every one of them, mainly because it seems like they were the ones who killed his dad. So he ends up, though, where he sees the bodies hanging. He's like, yep, I guess I'm going to have to fight. And he goes and it's like he's not upset about it. And I think that the progression of this fight that we get at this point is really, again, maybe 550 of those comments, because even up until now, you're wondering what's going on. You end up having these Yakuza. They're a bunch of crap talkers. This one guy ended up being the one. At the source cafe. This is pretty much the the last thing that you want to be talked and overheard is pretty much, oh, we were doing such a good job killing those guys. Nobody can touch us. And then the crazy play. Yeah, it's this guy shows up and says to these lazy guys, but it, it really feels like a mafia and Yakuza thing. They're outside of this compound. They're drinking tea. They're having like they're the ones we had this in uh, Attack on Titan. Well, remember those guards mm-hmm. that were always drunk and hey, you're supposed to be guarding Smack things. What are we guarding? Nothing's ever attacking us. We're so good. The wall is so big. These guys are pretty much counting on. Nobody's going to end up trying to break into this compound or whatnot. We're running the town. They're all scared of us. And this guy comes over and says, hey, where were you guys? I was stringing up bodies. and You're here having a good old time. And they're all crap talking. They're having like the fun piece of crap Yakuza talk, right? Ah, man, you know, somebody comes here. They're going to get it. And this is the crazy play of this progression. This one guy is like Mr. Loudmouth. who's like, you should have been with me stringing up the bodies. It looks like the katana comes flying across. It ends up slicing this guy's neck as then it goes into the wall next to other crap talker. Whoa. This guy, as he's still talking, he just falls over. He's dead. And when he falls down, it reveals Mr. Shiba in the background. It goes, OK, I'll take these. Guys. And it goes to walk away. And that's where you have full out. Now it is full out. The, the biggest action scene you've seen. Bad this is like Matrix action. times John Wick times everything. As you have Chihiro run in, he jumps on the table, slams the one guy who the sword is embedded in the wall next to him, slams his head into the wall against the sword to pull the sword out, slice his neck, and Whoa. then ends up doing a twirl and pretty much slices everyone at this table while that other guy was he already dead. He's falling over. They are, they're done. And they're done in about a second. Like, that's all it takes. And so you end up where words getting into the base of, okay, well, oh, we got some problems. We'll take care of. Nobody's taking care of anything here. And while that's going on, they're still trying to get the information from that guy that they had, the prisoner that they were saying before that ended up with the bonsai tree. But now they know and they get the call. Okay, we know where your sister is. Here's the address. Go kill her. Bring her here. Whatever. And then says this guy, you didn't want to talk, but now you're going to be upset that you didn't hide your sister enough. And the guy's like, listen, I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you everything. As we see Chihiro now slice guys in half, you have a arm flying up in the air. I mean, he is destroying everybody. Everybody in this whole place is murdered. And you end up having the big boss yell, hey, what's going on with your guards? Are you there? 
you end up having Mr. Shibo sitting on a pile of dead bodies go, hey, boss, the, the guys are slacking off. What is he doing? And then starts to warn them. Hey, you know who's coming at you? I think you've heard, uh, you know, Kanishigi Rakurahira. I'm going to say all these the names sword. wrong. His son is on. You know that guy who makes the great swords. Yeah. You heard of him? He's coming. He's the master swordsmith famous for that special technique nobody else can do. He's coming to kill you. And Whoa. you get all these people lined I up. Fine. I'll tell you right now in, in a non-manga thing. I have been on our Patreon. I'm going through Mark Miller's stuff, and I'm going through mm-hmm. Wanted. And the last chapter of Wanted, pretty much this. It <laughs> is just Wesley in that. Just Crazy going action. in and just boom, 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 just destroying waves and waves of these guys to get to the big guy in a way that you, you, there's no time. It's like going in such a quick time. But you end up then where everybody's going to kill him, and he ends up the big play. Slime like you are not able you shouldn't be wielding katanas that's like his big thing here that's not his big play because he ends up where everybody's yelling and you know mustache leaders yelling, get him boys get him kill him all right we're gonna do this as you then have shiba continue this narration that he's yelling or talking and says that you know kunishigi uh chihiro's dad he embedded and imbued the katanas with sorcery. We did not know that. We had no idea of that. That might have been what he should have been telling him when he said, <laughs> I got to tell you one last thing. Forget about the goofy goldfish. Talk about the magic swords. And I, I, I wondered if the idea is when those katanas left and went out. In the, did, the, uh, did the people know that? Or is that something that he imbued it with sorcery that they weren't aware of that could then maybe be almost like an off switch oh. or maybe could be used something? Because you wouldn't want to do that with people that might be bad, like he said. So maybe mm. this is something they have to know because it does seem to activate with, you know, some words. It is a magic thing. And it is kind of a cool play that I actually like the second time through because he ends up where Shiba continues and says the Katani made the last one ended up being like his last deal. His last Katana is the one he gave his life to make. And the Katana is what. Uh, you know, Chihiro is using. And when you do have this N10, all of a sudden water comes off and we see that it is the goldfish attack to give the, you know, props to his dad and how that was done and the idea of those fish. And you actually see the fish were the ones it looks like that he gave him when he was getting his sword. Talking to these ones. Maybe in hell. But again, does that kind of so it makes more sense why his dad wanted to have the fish around or what it's kind of a neat little play but it is really just let's attack and at one point because there's water going around these goldfish are in the air but the real play is that in one swipe you end up having Chihiro pretty much disarm <laughs> the entire Yakuza I mean they are done they they are oh. all just ripped apart then he's jumping around somersaulting slashing so it is Crazy! This it's actually the slice lay right a, a now. Oh my, oh my goodness! And when you're doing it, it, it reminded me a bit. Remember the big scene in the first chapter, Chainsaw Man, when they're in that like cement warehouse. Oh, when he takes out the zombies. Yeah, oh. with the zombies, and you finally get Chainsaw Man. But what I like about this, and why town. I think why I think the art in this is really good, is that they don't end up muddying it up. Like they don't take any sort of like cutting corners 
No. Like, if you look at it, you see each individual guy. You see his arms going up and, and going in. you see all the blood and the guts and the visceral carnage, but it's still clear. Like, yeah, you, it's we very clear. Sometimes we have problems following it, the action and seeing what's happening. You can, it's crystal clear here. You can You've read way more than me. But oh, even so, when we're talking. To my own horse. Yeah, really. I mean, why would you? You end up when we're here and we're talking. There are times. Where legitimately, even I think most people reading, all you do is say, oh, yeah, I guess he just killed them all. Like, you can see it. They're there, but you don't really get the individual attacks. But sometimes you read that book and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, you're like, I don't know the progression of this, that. In this, you actually, like, legitimately at this point see him moving through, jumping, getting a guy. I mean, this one guy comes at him. And you end up seeing this quick play of Chihiro ducking and then leaping up in a somersault to slice the guy's arm off and then just comes down and slices everybody. And, yeah, they are all in there. But you also, again, really what I also want to stress, even as he's slicing and dicing, you do see how over, you know, the number game here. He is overwhelmed with guys, but not Mm -hmm. overwhelmed because he's killing them. But there are so many people attacking him. And he is able to just keep doing this. He keeps yelling out words that must be the magic feel. And then when he's done, it's a horror show. I mean, look at that room. <laughs> it is just wall to wall. Whole factory. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's why now we find out what Sheba's for. Because he, like, walks in Jeez. as you end up where I like this. Because you don't even see who's left. But the boss is left. You have it already where you see... Chihiro at the far end of this blood-soaked room and saying, cool. tell, tell us what you know about the Hishaku. Now, remember before, he ended up when they got in the town, he's like, well, I'm going to present them a bargain, see if they want to deal. I guess when he saw those people strung up, he's like, yeah, I'm, there's no way. That was it's why you showed that. Like, time. I'm not going to talk to these guys. I'm going to force this info, and I'm going to kill everyone who even has a sword. It would have been a cool play of, like, one guy there has, like, this weird little, like, switchblade, and he's like, you're good. Like, I don't care about Switchblade. Yeah, you got a rocket launcher? A machine yeah, he's gun. like, you're fine. That I don't make rocket problem. launchers. Those are jet. So you end up where, you know, the honor of that's really cool. But yeah, he says, what are, what's going on with the Hishaku, who are the sorcerers? Like, the sorcerers, that's what you're talking about, the group of sorcerers? Yeah, the group of sorcerers backing you. And the idea is, they're like, they're crazier than you. But he, I like the deal, too, where... Chihiro goes, if you want to play dumb, that's fine. I'm just going to send you to meet your men there in hell. But yeah, uh, what's going on? You do see out of all that, that one guy that they were questioning. <laughs> he's just in the middle. What is it? He's going to be shell-shocked. Yeah, what is going on in his head? Oh he better have kept goodness. his mouth shut. And I mean, because he probably would have hepatitis. But he awesome. ends up where, you know, he says those, you know, these sorcerers, the Hishaku, they're just monsters. If you want to Pick a fight with them, you have to be insane. And Crazy I love that Chihiro's like, did you see what just happened? <laughs> like he says, I, I'm far from sane. <laughs> I, I'll admit it. I, I'm a nut. I, I'm I'm insane. So tell me, I don't care if they're monsters. I have to cut them down. Whoa. And again, you you have that play throughout. You never really get specifically. Oh my God, the dad got killed. But you end up having the scar. That he says I don't get rid of Like I love the idea that they have such great Plastic surgery in town that they can get rid Of that score but he keeps that because He wants to remember his, his rage The dad isn't anywhere to be found and the Sword that Chihiro's using 
you end up having Shiba say as the sword that he put his last bit of life into, and now he wants these sorcerers. It seems pretty obvious that these sorcerers ended up killing his dad. And I'm I'm getting the idea of when we do see the scene, it will be, you know, still a young Chihiro that was 36 months ago. He gets slashed, thrown aside, and then at the last second, the dad, instead of dying, might sacrifice himself with his sword so that you end up having him being able to avenge him. So we'll have to see. But it's it's interesting. I the second half I thought was great. I the second half really picks things up. I was getting a little bit, you know, the the goldfish talk kind of swam by my interests. Jim. Oh my goodness! But uh, you know, pretty wet when he started sending all them bodies to swim with the fishies, that I got more interested. I'm not even going to get involved in your nonsense. <laughs> but what what score would you give? Yeah, I mean, it's solid. Uh, like, you know, I, I think there was a certain level of hype going into this that maybe it, there was no way that it could live up to all these expectations. People were saying it was going to be the, the next big thing. I don't know if it's going to be the next big thing, but it was a solid first chapter. and I'm interested to see uh, what business gets sliced up next. I don't know. And yeah, you know, we got some magic business. I'm interested with that. You know, the world seems intriguing. We got a mix of the old and the new Yakuza business. And uh, yeah, like there are some quirky characters, especially at the start. I think maybe it goes a little bit too quirky on all that. But, uh, you know, I'm interested. It was in goofy. That goes. Yeah, very goofy. Yeah, I don't know like, why it went goofy with that, but it's set up that maybe you feel for, Yeah, uh, you know, and also maybe because Chihiro was always like, I said a stick in the mud. He was the one who was serious. So at the end, maybe you could have had him be a little more goofy. And then you see, oh, my God, like this really changed him that he ended yeah, up. I think you they know, need really. to amp up the goofiness because he's such a serious dude. But he, like, it's, a, it's almost a little too much. Both and Shiba is definitely the comedy relief going oh, forward. With this. He's the guy who's just weird and crazy. So. So what would your score be? I think I know what you'll score it, but what is it? I'm going to go with a with a promising, we'll see how it goes, 7.8 out of 10. I thought you were going to go 7.5. I'm going oh. 8.5. I'm, oh I'm a lot goodness. higher. I told you, I think I like it more than you, and it does feel like by the end of this, while there are some holes to be filled, but hopefully the story will do that. But by the end, I'm like, yeah, this actually feels like something that I would enjoy reading. Unlike a lot of the other things, I, I have not kept up with a lot of the that like last bunch of rounds of Hot Off the Presses because they just didn't interest me as much. So I think that this would interest me enough as we go. And I think that there is a, a room for something that feels a little more classic slice and dice type deal, action movie deal. So I do like that. So with that, though, I'm a little more positive than you. But thanks, everybody, for listening. And as we leave here, I want to mention that you can go talk to us on the Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us and follow you back, even though I, a lot of people bailing from the Twitter or the X. <laughs> really? They're bailing, they say. Uh-oh. Yeah, supposedly Elon was talking about charging everybody a fee to use, and that, that'll be done. Pretty low, Twitter. Check out, yeah, pretty low. Also, check out our Patreon. To support us for everything we do, just like Elon. Yes, that's fine. Yeah, check out, get some early access and some extra stuff, including, like we were saying, a bit of the Superman versus Meshi and also the one Operation Joker Bat Baby book that we review on there as well. But as we were talking, Luke, just oh. to point out something, as oh, we were talking, goodness. 30 more comments on the Manga Plus Whoa. list just during that show that we did. This is a, it's all the rage. 
with everybody talking Crazy. down at the local supermarket and flea markets. Indeed. Oh, my goodness. When they're, they're there over there at the Charlie Brown shoes getting things going. But there you go, everybody. I hope that everybody enjoyed this. And we will talk to you hopefully next Monday, maybe next Tuesday. It depends on locality. But we shall see you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.